Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for once again tuning into The Way. Today I have episode two for you all, but before we get into it, I just want to open up in a word of prayer. Father God, I thank you for this time. I thank you for this day. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for who you're not. And I thank you for who you are revealing yourself to be, to not only myself, but to your people. Lord, I pray that you soften our hearts and that you open up our ears so that we can truly hear and understand who you are and in that way be changed ourselves. God, bless this time. Bless this moment. Let me be your mouthpiece, oh God. Speak through me. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right. So today we have episode two, and the title of today's podcast episode is Who is God? So I I felt compelled by the Holy Spirit to talk about who God is because I felt like I was getting away from that. And it's important to talk about who God is because at the end of the day, all of this is about Him. It is for His glory. It is His story. And we are all a part of it. We all have our part in his story to play because he has given us these parts he has blessed us enough he has given us the ability the choice to be a part of his story and I mean me personally I would like to know who the author of my story is it's important and in order to know who that person is we have to find that either through relationship with him not either it is through relationship with him and also by his word and we need to be pointing people to Jesus. That is what this podcast is about. It's about talking about who God is and what he can do for you and who he can be for you and who you can become because of who he is. And when we are able to talk about the characteristics of God, the personhood of God, then we can you know, drown out all the noise from the world, from you know, friends and family, about who he isn't and when we know who he is then we can find ourselves in him so it's important to know his true identity so like I said because we don't want to be confused by what people say and what his word says so for example people who don't know me may look at me and think that I'm stuck up because I tend to be really quiet and I keep to myself And honestly, I don't know what to say in a lot of uh, social situations um, until I have something really good to say. But usually by the time I actually say it, the moment has passed. So I just keep my mouth shut and then I seem like, you know, I'm antisocial and that's not the case. Or if let's say it's a friend of a friend and they've heard about who I am, they may think that I'm a nice person or, you know, I'm really shy and quiet. And to an extent that is true, but until a relationship is formed, they don't really know me. And that's the same for anybody. And that includes God. Many times people look at, you know, those who are in the church or those who say that they know God and they think, you know, church is uh, made up a bunch of uh, made up of a bunch of hypocrites or God isn't real because look at who his people are. But until you form a relationship with God or you read his Bible and he reveals uh, his word and he reveals himself to you, you really don't have an understanding of who he is and who he can be. 
And I mean, I'm sure many of you like me, if God was like his fault, if God looked like his followers, I mean, that wouldn't be very appealing, to be honest, because I don't want to follow a God who is like man. I don't want to follow a God who, you know, looks like many of us do where we're, you know, we're fickle or we're unreliable or, you know, unfaithful or liars or manipulative or, you know, constantly changing. The reality of it is that people who truly follow God, they are being changed every day to look more and more like him. And until you form that relationship, you you really won't know. You'll, you'll hear what other people have to say. You'll see what other people have to say, but to experience it and to read it and for him to reveal himself through his word is something completely different. So the major question is, if I'm to form a relationship with God, who is he? Who is this God that I'm being changed every day to become more and more like? Well, I wanted to look at one major characteristic of God that brings me the most comfort. If we go to Hebrews 13, verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that sounds really simple, and that's because it is. Basically, God never changes. He is constant. And that brings me comfort because when we look at people, they are always changing. I myself, we are always changing. If it's not by our environment, then it's by different experiences that we have or people that we interact with or maybe the education we get or, you know, huge obstacles that we, you know, um, that we encounter. And that's not to say that it's not a bad thing, you know, that it's a bad thing to change and to evolve. But sometimes if you have a relationship with somebody and they're always changing, which people do, Um, It can make it hard to keep that relationship. Maybe you don't, maybe you don't vibe with that person like you used to. Maybe you, you know, you don't like who they've become. You, You can love them, but maybe you just don't like their personality. And that can be hard to, to accept. But with God, he never changes. That means that the same God that he was in the beginning when he created the heavens and the earth, is the God that he is now. That means that he is always sovereign. He is always in control. He knows everything. And whether or not I do, I can depend on him, who is the author of my story, to not, at the drop of a dime, decide that he doesn't love me because of who I'm becoming. And with God, because he never changes, I can always count on his thoughts towards me, his actions towards me, and his love for me to never change. So Genesis 1 verse 1 says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, right? And then it goes on to say that um, the earth was darkness and the spirit of God hovered over it. So that same spirit who hovered over the surface of the waters in the beginning of time is the same God who sent his spirit to dwell inside of us when Jesus died for our sins and we accepted him. That same God who warned the Israelites day after day by having, you know, judges rise up or prophets come up and warn them to turn around is the same God who warned 
warns you time and time again when you start wandering in the wilderness of your sin. Because that's who he is. He is a God who is constant, so he is constantly trying to find ways to connect to you. He is constantly trying to find ways to reveal who he is so that you can know who you are and so that you can rest secure and safe in his love and in his peace. The same God who sent Jesus in the form of a baby to grow and know and learn what we as his creation go through day by day is the God who loves us. Can you imagine that? He sent his son to come and die for us because he needed a way for us to have an eternal relationship with him. And he did that back then, 2,000 years ago. And he does it every day when he comes to pursue you. Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man who lies or a son of man who changes his mind. Does he speak and not act or promise and not fulfill? I mean, I can honestly say that everything that God has told me that he's going to do, he's done it. And it may not have looked the way that I thought it was going to but he's never lied to me. It may not have happened the way I wanted it to or I thought it would, but his word also says that, you know, his thoughts are not my thoughts. His ways are higher than my ways. So who am I to think that he should act a certain way? He is God and he will do things that he pleases, the way he pleases, but it's not to harm us. As Jeremiah 29, 11 says, it's not to harm us, it's to prosper us. It's to give us a hope and a future. That is the never changing God that we know. That is the never changing God who we serve. The same God who, you know, in Matthew 11, that tells us to cast our burdens on him and we will receive rest. The one who wants us to rest. He doesn't want us to be tired. He doesn't want us to be anxious or angry. He wants you to find that rest for your souls within him. The same God who in 1 John 1, 9 says that he will forgive you and purify you from all unrighteousness. So he's not going to turn around and change his mind about who you are or loving you just because you feel like you've done a sin that doesn't deserve forgiveness. Those of us who have accepted Jesus... Not only have we, not only do we know that the father pursues us like a, you know, any father would pursue their wayward child, but we have received the love and grace of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. God never changes so we can rest secure in his faithfulness to us, a faithfulness. What, what, what is that? My favorite song. I don't know why I asked, what is that song? Great is thy faithfulness. The lyrics say, great is thy faithfulness, O God, my father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not, thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. My God never changes. And I can depend on that. His love for me never changes. His grace towards me never changes. His mercy and compassion on me never changes. It says, morning by morning, new mercies I see. How amazing is that? 
Every single morning, it's a new mercy. It's another chance. And God is not going to change that. He's not going to change that because he's not going to change who he is. And that is why knowing that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever is the ultimate comfort for me. I don't know about y'all, but I think that's pretty amazing. And maybe maybe you just started your walk with God or you're thinking about doing it and you're just not sure about who this God is. Maybe you've given up on your walk and maybe maybe you've given up and you feel the need to return and to get to know who the real God of the universe is. Not through hearsay, but the truth. And maybe you already know God. Maybe you have a relationship and God is calling you deeper into confirming his true identity through a relationship with him, through a deeper relationship with him. Or by, you know, deeper study through his word. If any of these apply to you, I welcome you to continue to keep listening week after week as we continue to explore who God is. And maybe you don't know God at all. But if you don't know him and you feel like he's calling you, if he's tugging on your heart to come into covenant with him and you would like to accept Jesus Christ, our never changing God, as your personal Lord and Savior, then I ask you to pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross. I thank you for your grace and mercy that you've given me, that you have given all of us through your death and resurrection. Lord, please forgive me for my sins and cleanse me. I want to know you more. I want to grow deeper in relationship with you. I receive your Holy Spirit and ask that you begin your work in me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you've prayed this prayer, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of your walk with God. And walking with God is not easy. He has never promised us an easy walk. In fact, he says that we will have troubles in this life. But with Jesus, we have the faith and the confidence in knowing that he has overcome the world. And he will uphold you and keep you every step of the way. If you would like prayer or have any questions, or if you'd like me to send you a Bible, I ask that you please email me at theway.twenty, the word, 20, the number, at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-W-A-Y dot T-W-E-N-T-Y two zero at gmail.com. Thank you for, again, listening to The Way. I love you and be blessed.